Hey Holy Cross, it's Pastor Pete with another gospel reminder for you today, and I'm here with Peter Zimmer again. Yeah, here we are. Good to be here with you this morning, Pete, and uh, with you, Holy Cross. We want to talk to you today about why our hearts really desire good news in the midst of a lot of bad news. You know, where I think we're naturally people that look for good news, uh, whether it's in headlines and on TV, and, and we just want something good to happen. I think we're all itching for that. You've had some interaction with that, Peter, and some fun stuff at your house. Yeah, yeah, we're not, you know, I wake up in the morning, and, and as I head uh, to our living room, we have something, an Alexa show there, which is basically like an Alexa that has a screen on it, and so it scrolls through some headlines, or the, the weather, or the time, things like that for the day, and as I go out there, it frequently has a tile that says, good news, and I always find myself curious, like, what is that? have to say what headlines are those I've actually never listened to it to see what it says but it, it just strikes me every time I see it is good news with this um just desire to see like yeah just speaking to what you're saying like we just desire that what is that good news we all want it yeah and uh, there's so many different varieties of it yeah I want to hear good news I'm looking forward to a headline that says good news coronavirus has been contained or good news Theaters are open and restaurants are open. And mm -hmm. I, I saw something a couple of days ago. It talked about, you know, China was opening up 500 theaters because they felt they were able to. And we're just so hungry for these little pieces of, of good news. It encourages the soul. Like we feel like things are getting back to normal. Things are going to be okay just to hear good news. And it uh, caused us to reflect on, on our longing for things to be better. Mm. And, and for God to, to fix things, but also makes me realize that that, in a way, is somewhat insufficient. Yeah. Well, I was just thinking, like, you know, I wake up in the morning craving good news, knowing that we're in a state of some flux and, and kind of surrounded by a lot of bad news. Our temptation is to find the silver lining in things. You know, I even sense myself, like I go outside and I'm like, wow, it's such amazing weather right now. What a beautiful morning. And we kind of look for these little nuggets of, of encouragement and thinking like, oh, you know, well, it's bad out there, but at least I have this, a good quiet morning, or at least we have, we're trying to find these things that, that soothe us. But I know what, what we're trying to do here is just create a pattern of going to God's word. We know for the Christian, the, the ultimate good news that we find and, and the thing that encourage our, encourages our souls the most is going to God's word and seeing what he's shown us about himself and what he's done there. And um, this week I was spending a little bit of time in uh, Acts and came across a story in Acts 13 where Paul proclaims some good news to people. Um, he's basically, he, he's in Antioch with Barnabas and they, they show up at a synagogue at a temple and the priest has kind of finished his uh, reading of the law and the prophets. And he says, brothers, if there's anyone who has an encouragement for us, please speak up. And so Paul speaks up and he says, and the, the word for encouragement there is like, who can offer us some hope, some, some good news, basically. And so Paul starts, but he starts in a place that's maybe a little different than we would expect. He doesn't just give a platitude or a straightforward answer or kind of like, here's what you need to do. He actually starts with a story. And, uh, and he spends about 20 verses kind of reviewing the whole Old Testament story of how God has been... Uh, acting in history to be present with his people, to be saving them, and to be um, just displaying his gracious power and love uh, to his people. But he gets to, he, he culminates in saying that all these acts in history 
kind of found their fulfillment in Jesus. And he spends the next 20 verses uh, talking about Jesus and why he is the good news. We can see that in verse 32. He says, And we bring you the good news that God promised to the fathers, that he has fulfilled to us their children by raising Jesus. So also it is written in the second Psalm, You are my son. Today I have begotten you. And so I'm just thinking about this. Why is... Why is Jesus such good news for us today? What are your thoughts on that? Yeah. If we had it our way, our good news would be our comfort. Um, Mm. The good news would be that we won't get sick, or if we are sick, we'll get better, or that um, our job would be secure, or our family would be protected, or our land would be healed. Things would just go back to normal, and the economy would be strong. And those are the headlines we're looking for. You know, the good news headlines is, don't worry, everything's going to be fine. If we had it our way, that's the way it would be. But I think in the wisdom of God, he wants actually to give us something much more. And, and don't get me wrong, like I, I look forward to those headlines as well. I look forward to those um, headlines that say uh, coronavirus has been contained, people are getting better, um, the occurrences are on the decline. I, I want all that good news. But... But God is showing us that our, our perspective is much too narrow mm. if that's the good news that we're looking for. And if the good news that we're looking for is just our comfort or going back to the way things were, then we're not going far enough. And I love how, how in Acts, Acts 13, Paul says good news. He's actually saying the word gospel here. He's saying, I'm giving you the gospel. And he starts with something a long time ago. He starts with, uh, let me tell you a story about Abraham, let me tell you a story about God's people in Egypt. Let me tell you a story. I mean, imagine that if someone came to you, Peter, and said, I'm really discouraged today. It looks like I might be losing my job. And you just started out with saying, let me tell you a story about Abraham. Instead of saying, well, I'm sure you're a really marketable person. I'm sure you got a great resume. You'll find something. And just giving that person the good news that maybe they'll get a job one day. Well, why, why, do, we, why do we go all the way back to that? And I think it's because... Because the, our ultimate problem is not just our physical comfort and our, our um, physical well-being. Mm-hmm. God is showing us that our, that our ultimate problem is uh, rooted in a relationship with God that was broken, a relationship with our creation that has been broken, a relationship with others that is broken. And, and what the good news that he's doing in Jesus Christ is fixing all that and reconciling mm-hmm. all that. And we need to have our perspective on what we're looking forward to much broader than just our physical well-being. And, and that's why he, he tells a story and he says, God is faithful to everything he has ever said he would do. And he's still doing that today. He is still faithful and he still preaches good news to us that Jesus was condemned in our place so we wouldn't be condemned. Uh, that he was buried and died so that death wouldn't have the final word in our life. And that's ultimately good news. And that he's still doing a good work in us today. So he says in verse 34 in Acts 13, He raised him from the dead, no more to return to corruption. He has spoken in this way. And then he says, I am doing a work in your days, a work that you will not believe, even if one tells it to you. That That's pretty astonishing that even in in real difficulty, he wants to broaden our perspective. He wants us to see the good news of Christ and his work in our life. And he does want us to look for good news happening, but in maybe a different way than we might expect. 
Uh, what do you hear in that? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I think it's just a great reminder that, you know, these good things that we desire, we're not wrong for desiring him, but it's just God saying, yeah. like, he's reminding us in, in this. And as we look to his word that we far often settle for far too less when we're not looking outside of our temporal circumstances and our comfort and, and defining good news as a return back to what basically uh, gave us a reason to not need God. Yeah. But he reminds us that our need, our ultimate need is a relationship with him that far surpasses this world now mm. and, and our comforts, but that it's a, a relationship with God for all of eternity. And so he, there's just so much comfort in knowing that I don't need a, a miracle right now. I don't need to know that uh, the coronavirus will be gone tomorrow. But because yeah. Christ has come, he's lived, he rose from the dead, my hope for eternity is, is with him. And that's an incredible comfort in mm. um, temporal circumstances that are outside of our maybe preferences and choices. And, yeah. Yeah. So, friends of Holy Cross, here's a good news headline. And it's from Acts 13, verse 32. Here's the good news. Whatever God has promised, he has fulfilled. All of God's promises find their yes in Jesus Christ. All of God's promises find their fulfillment in what he has done uh, to Christ on the cross and in his resurrection for us. Look forward to good news. See what he's doing in our world. But look in, an, in unlikely places. He is doing something. Uh, we are not told to try to predict what he is doing. We are just told to trust in him and to keep our eyes open. He is doing a good work in our day and in a way that we wouldn't even believe if I told you. So even if God told us what he plans to do through all of this affliction, we honestly wouldn't believe him. We would think it's too great, too crazy, too far-fetched. But God is good and he is doing good things. And so have hope. Have hope uh, not in the restoration of just... Um, our creation and our comfort, but have hope in, in our salvation and God's continued good work in our day to day. Well, thanks, Peter, for this good gospel reminder and good conversation. Uh, these are good things to just interact with um, every single day. And Holy Cross, have a wonderful day. Uh, be encouraged and uh, find, find good news in what Christ is doing, uh, even in the small ways in your life today. Have a great day, everyone. Yeah, take care. Go in God's peace.